0: Life's good. Never off. Whoa. Hard. Hardly. Come yes. on, friends. Life's good. Got real close. Hair high, right? Try and hit two thirds. Have they saved oh. it for oh. her? Oh. Yes, they have. Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott. Alongside, as always, hello, Scott. Hey, man. How you doing on a Tuesday night?
1: Whew. Uh, I gotta be honest. I'm, uh, the, the late nights
0: are getting to me a bit. Uh, <laughs> it's 10 to 10 as we record this. 10 to 10? Or excuse me, 10 to 11. Oh, boy.
1: Uh, yeah, I know it's insane to, to complain. It's just that I don't go to sleep right away. So it's on right. me. Uh, that's my problem. Uh, <laughs> But, Sean, I decided I'm going to take the day off tomorrow, watch some curling, and uh, rest up a bit.
0: Yeah, for the big championship pool playoff round. Tomorrow is the last day of the preliminary round. It's got, I think we got a fun day in store based off of what happened today. So let's start with what we just saw in the night game, or at least the second half of the TSN coverage of the night game. <laughs> Jennifer Jones gets the win over Marion Arsenault. And Nova Scotia books her spot into the championship pool. Scott, I'm gonna just throw this out there right now and and see what you think. Jennifer Jones is gonna win this event, and here's here's why. Okay, or, or here's sort of the narrative that I'm now envisioning. This is like Peyton Manning when he won with the Broncos, right? He he, he couldn't throw anymore. But they won the Super Bowl. Jennifer Jones has not played well. She did not play well tonight. Russ, it, at some point in the game, said something like, "Jennifer Jones must be looking around, being like, how do how do I do this?" And mm-hmm. you know, midway through the game, Marion Arsenault was in the mid thirties with her draw weight. She got it up to around with that last draw, probably got it over fifty percent for the game. But Marion Arsenault, that's not the Marion Arsenault we're used to, and. Jennifer Jones is sort of just pulling these games out or like she's pulling them out. Yeah. And like it, it makes no sense. The BC game, she should have lost mm-hmm. uh, last night against Prince Edward Island. She should have lost. lost. Yeah. And here again, extra end. Now, should she have lost? Maybe not, but she was outside on a hit that got her three in the ninth end. It, Running back a guard that sort of rubbed off another guard. Mm-hmm. She was outside there. She was outside on her last out turn hit in the tenth end. Rolls underneath on a double attempt. Like when she was going to throw that last rock in the eleventh end, it's an out turn hit that if you're outside on it jams you give up the steal. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, she makes it, and I think credit to Caitlin Laws. The last thing Caitlin Laws says is they can hold it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And right. She's starting to believe the ice,
1: right? Because when she let it go, she started screaming that it was like inside.
0: Yeah. Super panic call.
1: It was fine. Right? So you're absolutely right. The only two games that she's played above 70% were her game against Yukon and a game against the territories this afternoon, which were 88 and 94. And I, I bet if you look at the degree of difficulty of those games for the skip position it's going to be relatively low right she earned a plus today against the opposing skip by shooting 66 <laughs> that's insane right so her plus minus she's plus one she also her other her low game 64 was against bc and corinne brown yep. uh, and she didn't get a plus or a minus because corinne brown also uh, threw 66 so mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I was thinking horseshoes was what you were going to say. Like, she's somehow pulling these out. Peyton Manning is a, is a good analogy, right? Because he, he would just get the ball into the hands of the receivers and they would go. He wasn't yep. throwing the deep bombs anymore. Uh, Jennifer Jones isn't making, like, triple run backs. Uh, the in-off shot to win her first Scotties, like, uh, I don't think she's even coming close to making that this week.
0: Well, you saw it yesterday in the game with Corinne Mm -hmm. Brown where she had that in-off for six, and
1: she hit it too thin. Too thin and and only got two, right? Yep. So, yeah, I can't understand uh, how this is happening, but there you go, five and one.
0: Yeah, but again, and, and too, like poor shooting percentage, but if you look at the scoring, right, she has as many singles as she's given up, Mm-hmm. she's scored more deuces than her other than her opponents she scored more three than her opponents got a four got a four plus on the board like she's outscoring people by 18 points yeah but I think if you take away games.
1: if you take away the yukon or the the territories game and the Yukon game it, it's gonna tell you a different
0: story okay sure I mean she's still plus I mean she's still gonna be plus
1: yeah well because she's won. Th- you know uh, yeah three of those games so she's gonna be plus right but i I don't think her hammer efficiency is that great uh, I, I'm not looking at her stolen ends right now but uh, what what are you seeing on stolen ends there Do you um, have any let me of that?
0: pull it back up here um, overall we are looking at uh, she's stolen eight ends given up six steals
1: Right, and that's that's pretty crazy. Like it, it just doesn't feel like they're playing that well, but the eye test, right? Yep. But then you look at the box like the final score and yeah, they're winning.
0: So you play to win the game. So you, yeah, so you play to win the game, yeah. So Jennifer Jones is in elsewhere in pool B, Ontario, and Rachel Homan also is in a couple wins today, first over Nova Scotia in the afternoon. And then beating Northwest Territories tonight. Not really much to talk about from that afternoon game. It was closed for a while, and then a big steal of two is Marion Arsenault misses a draw to really put the game out of hand there. And uh, Rachel Holman just keeps chugging along here. Yeah, no, uh,
1: nothing really to say here except that maybe you know Marion Arsenault she threw that rock after a, a big moment happened, Sean, in the in the afternoon draw. In the other pool, which I guess we'll talk about later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A well, big moment in the well, afternoon. Yeah, it was. It was just oh, the seven? after
1: the seven ender happened. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, I don't you know. know. I, I, I'm put. I put Marianne Arsenault in the Jennifer Jones category of she's not going to be rattled by anything.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just
0: speculating. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, we will talk about that when we get over to uh, to pool A. Uh, so now, as we look at Pool B, though uh, British Columbia, Prince Edward Island, both sitting at three and two. Prince Edward Island, Suzanne Burts, they have a better path though. They beat Newfoundland Labrador this morning in their only game. They get Yukon, Northwest Territories tomorrow, so they have a, a nice path mm-hmm. to a five and two record. They've got to play well, of course, but they have a path there. And British Columbia has the advantage right now. They get Newfoundland and Labrador tomorrow morning but interestingly scott they get nova scotia tomorrow afternoon so marion arsenault and nova scotia can pull corinne brown back to three losses set up a tiebreaker on the assumption that suzanne burt wins her two games so you know i tweeted earlier today based on the results that we got this morning which we'll talk about we i think we're looking at a tiebreaker in pool a but if marion arsenault can win that game we're looking at a tiebreaker in pool b as well yeah yeah for sure and uh, you know
1: that the Northwest Territories haven't played well this week, but uh, it wouldn't shock me if they came out and and scored an upset there against uh, PEI, maybe uh, in the last draw. Uh, you know, I I don't think it's going to happen, but but it's not impossible.
0: No, and uh, I just want to touch on this now that we we've mentioned Northwest Territories. Kerry Galusha was interviewed yesterday, hinted heavily that this might be her last Scotties. Hmm. She disclosed that she's injured, has a, a bit of a glute injury that's making it difficult for her to play. Didn't think she could play yesterday at all and really seemed to... Uh, sort of I, I don't want to say doubt, but, but really threw it out there that she might be done with this. And uh, that would be very disappointing. We love seeing Carrie Galusha play. Love that she got out... Over the past couple of years, to play more on tour, it's very difficult, of course, up there in the Northwest Territories financially. She did say that she expects to be back at the Scotties at some point as a coach, as her ten-year-old daughter has taken up the sport. So, mm. uh, just a, a bit of a news there from Carrie Galusha, and that would leave a void in the field. That you know, Northwest Territories right now, it's not an it's not a guaranteed out, as we've seen in years past. When Carrie Galush is there, she said basically, There's nobody else behind me. You know, there's not a lot of teams who play when we play, like mm-hmm. they're the team. So, uh, so we'll see what happens with that, but something to monitor moving forward.
1: Yeah. And now that the territories are split, uh, I don't know if you saw after UConn and, and the territories played yesterday, uh, you know, there was a, 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 hand, an awkward handshake between, uh, Chelsea Duncan and, uh, oh my names are bad and Sarah Colton they sort of had this awkward handshake and then we're like what are we doing oh let's give each other a hug uh (laughs) they they played with each other growing up so yes uh it was one of those like what this feels weird (laughs) kind of kind of moment so I you know we could see something like Sarah Colton returning to UConn to team up with uh with Chelsea and and her sister to play at a UConn so yeah uh huh didn't know that Sean
0: yeah, so, uh, so that's pretty much all the news and fuse from Pool B. Uh, let's move over, Scott, to Pool A, where... who, what a day in <laughs> Pool A. Even though a lot of teams only played one game, it was uh, quite a morning there in Moose Jaw. And let's start with what I think is the story of the day. With all due respect to a 7, I think Lori Eddy... And Team Nunavut beating Northern Ontario this morning in a game that Krista McCarville had in control, mm-hmm. and you have consecutive steals in the ninth and tenth end by Team Nunavut to get that win. In the ninth end, Krista McCarville was light on a draw for one. In the tenth end, she was heavy for the draw. Team Nunavut gets a win. Lori Eddy visibly emotional at this uh, at this victory for her. You know, it's been 23 years since she was at the Scotties. Uh, great moment there. I, I Just selfishly, I kind of wish it had been against somebody else because, yeah. you know, we like Krista McCarvel on this show. But a great moment there for Nunavut. So two years in a row getting a win. And tomorrow, their game uh, tomorrow night is against Quebec. So, you know, based on what's been going on, a chance for two wins here for Team Nunavut and, you know, just progress, right? You talk about growing the game. Kathy, I thought, had a really good reaction to this this morning, talking about, you know, yeah, Laureate is an import, sure, but hopefully there's some kids up there in Iqaluit that are watching this and, and just digging it and getting into the sport and the, part of the Grow the Game initiative. This is why the, the format is the way it is for moments like this that we saw this morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we talked in our preview about Sadie Pinks and being the, the future of Nunavut curling and having Laurie playing with these, uh, these three players this week is a little bit about, about mentoring and some coaching, uh, and setting them up for, um, for success going forward. Right. And I think that sort of all that came to a head with a win, and that's where the emotion comes from, right? It, it yeah. doesn't come from, oh, we won this game. Like, it doesn't matter. But it's the, the weeks and months of preparation that they've done. Uh, and and you can tell that Lori really cares about these three and wants to see them succeed. So uh, that's where it comes from. I'll tell you what. I'm going to be pretty excited for the next Two Girls in a Game podcast that comes out. Yeah. Hear, hear all about the uh, experience. It should be pretty fun.
0: Yeah, I get the inside scoop there. Now in terms of the playoff ramifications for this big setback for Krista McCarvel, you know, compared to the competitors, compared to her competition for a berth in the championship pool and the playoffs to some degree, she loses a game on everybody else. Everybody else beat Nunavut, mm-hmm. who she's competing with. She did not, so that sets her back. She's now three and two. Tough day tomorrow. She gets Alberta in the morning which will be the feature game. Very interesting game as they're both at three and two and then Saskatchewan tomorrow night. So, you know, two teams in Alberta and Saskatchewan who finished today on not the greatest of notes Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. up against Kristen McCarvel, who also didn't have the greatest uh, finish today. So uh, tomorrow in pool a, you know, those two games, I don't know if they'll both be the feature game, but a lot of attention on those two matchups. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. It's going to depend what happens in the rest of Pool A. Um, we see Manitoba punch their ticket tonight in a game against Saskatchewan where... I I, I feel like they're Jekyll and Hyde team, Sean. You yeah. know? And, and they talked openly on the broadcast about, boy, we didn't really communicate that. And uh, their team social media when she missed the shot in the second showed the uh it was a gif of jim on the office you know when they go to prank the other office yeah and he sort of puts himself down in the seat really quick (laughs) it was like whoops uh, don't, don't mind me yeah so uh only one game for saskatchewan tomorrow so they're already at four wins uh which basically guarantees them at least a tiebreaker based on, uh, the standing so far. So yeah. yeah, that morning game, I'm really intrigued to watch it. Uh, like I say, I'm, I'm cheering for Crystal McCarville because we like Crystal McCarvel. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Carey is, is in the same position, I think as Jennifer Jones, where she's not playing well, but they're somehow winning more than the, I think they should like that. Alberta didn't play well this morning, but I, no. Chelsea Carey didn't either.
0: I, I don't know. She thought she threw eighty nine percent.
1: It just it just feels to me like she she misses the wrong time. I, I don't know.
0: I, maybe, I mean, that's that maybe that's that, that's probably fair. But you know her her shooting percentage has gone up each okay. game. She is playing much much better than she certainly did on Saturday. There's no doubt about that right she went from 59% yes. in the first or excuse me 53% to 69% to 82% to 91% to 89% and again shooting percentage isn't always that indicative of anything but it does demonstrate that she's getting better through the week and and obviously getting more confident and yeah Laura Walker and the team did not play well this morning but that was a very solid performance for Team Canada all around. That is the team that I expected to see on Saturday. They were not giving Laura Walker a lot of opportunities, and if they play that way through the rest of the week, they're going to be tough.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I I caught the end of the first draw there. I had uh, tons of meetings today, so uh, maybe I'm speaking a little out of turn as to how they played throughout the whole game. Right, uh, but. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. That, it's something about the eye test and uh, it it doesn't seem to me like they're peaking.
0: No, but they're not playing poorly either.
1: Not they, as poorly as they started at, yeah. it's And it's not no. like with Jennifer Jones where you see that that she's like continually not been good but somehow eking out wins.
0: Yeah, and, and so tomorrow Chelsea Carey gets Nunavut in the morning, New Brunswick tomorrow night. So, Scott, in theory here mm-hmm. we could have something really interesting in pool a with northern ontario tomorrow having the game against alberta in the morning one of those teams will drop to three
1: mm-hmm.
0: andrea crawford only has one game it's against team canada let's say the team canada beats Nunavut. that would give chelsea care or excuse me uh, andrea crawford the opportunity to bring canada team canada down to three Mm-hmm. And, Scott, we could have a three-way tie. Three-way tie for that fourth For the fourth spot, spot into the pool, which Vic would uh, – he might just quit if that happens. He might <laughs> well, just walk out.
1: I, I think I heard that Cheryl is going to join them either tomorrow or Friday. Oh, my God. If Friday. That's tomorrow, too long. Thursday. Cheryl.
0: Cheryl, okay, I don't. I'm sure Cheryl Bernard doesn't listen to this, but Cheryl, we need, we need you. We need you so bad. We'll like, start a GoFundMe yeah. to get your like, airplane ticket paid for. I'm sure you're tired, and and you just won the Alberta seniors. But come on, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is Steph LeDrew busy too? Like, what is going on that we couldn't have? Th- normally, a third, like a three-person booth, is is not good, but Cheryl, just she's. She, She's the the straw that stirs the drink, man. We we really need her. Agreed, agreed. I uh I I'd be uh,
1: very into getting a little injection of something. I think I heard Russ say gear effect <laughs> in the first like first maybe the second end tonight. And last night when I was watching, uh, I was explaining to a friend of mine uh, that you have to drink every time he says yeah. gear effect or uh, there's something else. drag uh, yeah yeah force them to two force them to two that was one drink okay uh yeah 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 yeah. so so that would be pretty interesting a a tiebreak scenario and because we've talked about it it's not going to happen so uh let's talk about new brunswick while they're still around because i don't uh, foresee them being around the the end of the week uh pretty cool seven points sean
0: yeah, so they crack a seven against Manitoba today. And it's not the sort of thing that you would expect where Andrew Crawford already had a lead and Carrie mm-hmm. Anderson and the team were playing aggressively, sort of taking chances. It was a tie game. Yeah, And somebody tweeted at Devin Hero, like, how did that happen? Did, did Manitoba just miss a shot? And Devin Hero's response was, yeah, eight of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think what happened, uh, I, I just rewatched it on the uh, TSN on demand feed. And it it was like Carrie Anderson was either light with her first one. I think heavy with her first one went through and then tried something and it didn't bury. And Andrea Crawford was able to hit it for their seven. Yeah. But yeah, you don't get a seven, you know, out of nowhere without the other team's help for sure.
0: Yeah. Like, like we know, right, Sean, Sean, yes as a team that has a seven over the past month mm-hmm. uh yeah it, it sort of takes takes some help but not something you would expect to see at a scotty certainly not something you would expect to see in a tie game against the team that hits as well as carrie anderson yeah like we right? saw they can all hit
1: well and we saw carrie anderson tonight uh able to get a lead based on misses and yeah. we're able to sort of keep it going i mean saskatchewan got a steal here steal there but you know, they were mostly playing like keep the rocks out of there. Let, let's not give them a steal of more than one. Yep. we're up by six. So, uh, yeah, like pretty cool. Pretty cool to see this sort of thing, and you know, like some media attention for New Brunswick.
0: Yeah, and uh, and she a... tweeted. I tweeted after after in and the night game. Uh, she gave up a five to Quebec, four or five to Quebec. I think it was uh, a f- uh, four. S- so, uh, you know, probably the, the only team in Scotty's history to uh, get a seven <laughs> and then give up a big one uh, in the next game. But 24 points today for Andrea Crawford. yeah, And uh, that's uh, what we like to call Suzanne Burt territory. <laughs> uh, but, Scott, you know, you, you talked about how you weren't really thrilled with the way Chelsea Carey's playing, that they're struggling. But then basically you just give them the win over Andrea Crawford by saying that they're not going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I just I mean, wanted to point out that seeming contradiction. Yeah,
1: it, it's a contradiction. Well, you convinced me with numbers that they actually were playing well. <laughs> I mean, it would be fun to see, right? But even looking at this game, like Carrie Anderson didn't play well, Andrew Crawford didn't play well. Their degree of difficulty seemed to be high with all the rocks in play, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I, I I would love it. I'm I'm here for tiebreakers, Sean yep i'm all for tiebreakers i want to see tiebreakers i don't want to see Vic's head explode (laughs) well brian would actually have to call those games but yeah like but part of me would like to see Vic trying to explain all of the machinations tomorrow night
0: well i also Uh, wonder how they would do it like i think they would they might have to play a game tomorrow night starting at like 10 o'clock local or something uh yeah i'm not sure because they would have to do two if it's a three-way tie, they'd have to do two games. Yes, and dude. there is not time on Thursday morning to get them both in. So uh, keep keep an eye out for that. Just logistically, this could be challenging for the uh, for the crew there. Uh, it does set up though that you know with what the way that the group is broken. Not only is Manitoba in, Robin Silvernagle is guaranteed at very least a tiebreak at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, because Northern Ontario and Alberta do play each other tomorrow morning, uh, somebody will be at three for sure. So even though they didn't play well tonight, they do have some assurances of something past tomorrow night. Uh, but really at this point, I think all eyes are going to be on Northern Ontario, Alberta tomorrow. That will sort of shape how the rest of the day goes. Yeah. 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 For sure. I'll, uh,
1: I'll definitely be on it, and I'll be tweeting away.
0: Yeah, so uh, elsewhere, uh, you know, Noemi uh, Vero continues to play well. Mm-hmm. well. I mean, play okay. I mean, she's she misses some that you wouldn't expect somebody at this level to miss. But she's putting up a fight. I'm, I I like this team. I really do. Uh, so yeah, they're 0-6, but, you know, all credit to them for uh, continuing to battle continuing to fight yeah they seem like they've sort of figured
1: out the ice for the most part yeah. and i think the nerves of the first couple days are starting to dissipate a bit so yeah uh yeah Uh hope maybe they'll be able to get that win that's the uh the game against nunavut tomorrow is that right yes yeah that's the last one so yeah like you know that could be fun
0: yeah, so uh, I think that might do it for Tuesday. Anything else stand out for you from today, Scott?
1: Um, let me think. Actually, I, I I thought of things to say, and I think we've said them all. Okay. Uh, That's good. Uh, my entry in the fantasy curling is not doing as well as it was on the first first two days. Oh, no? Oh, I was tied for second for a while, Sean.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, now not so much. <laughs> well, it's you know it's a uh, it's you don't want to go too hard too fast. <laughs> so uh, so Phrasing. there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and I, it's for a good cause. So right for on. sure. So uh, so that'll do it for a very interesting Tuesday out there in Moose Jaw. Very excited for Wednesday as the championship pools will be set. Mostly, we do expect some tiebreakers out there for Thursday morning. But uh, last full day of action for all 16 teams will be a fun one. So check in with us tomorrow night as we continue our daily episodes through the end of the Scotties on Sunday night. Do follow along, as Scott said. On Twitter and Instagram at Game of Stones Pod, you can find him at TV. I'm at Doctor Shawnee. Fever. Please do, of course, subscribe to the show wherever you get your show. Scott, including Spotify. We are now live on Spotify. Wow! Yeah. Do we get any, do we get any Bill Simmons money for that? I I uh, am in frequent contact with Bill, okay. so we're we're trying to work out with the prices. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely check us out there. Thanks to Fit Curler for that, uh, at FitNutCurler, for pointing out that uh, I had neglected to do that. Oh. So uh, appreciate that. We're now there on Spotify. If you're a Spotifier, check us out on that elsewhere. You know, Apple, Google, all those other places were there too. Give us the likes, ratings, all that stuff. Help spread the show. And as always, you can email us at Game of Stones podcast at gmail.com. So we'll be back with you again tomorrow night. Enjoy Wednesday, everybody, and we'll talk to you after the games, but until then, keep your broom on the ice, and don't dub that in turn.
1: Make the final...